Welcome to episode eight of State Champs Ohio Extra Point. Episode eight already as we edge towards the state playoffs. Just a couple weeks left here in Ohio high school football. And one team that's certainly going to be around the gauntlet when it comes to possibly winning a state championship is Wyoming. And we'll talk to their head coach in a second. But first, I want to talk to you about Lawrence Technological University, our presenting sponsor. As always on this podcast, Lawrence Tech wants you to recruit yourself. Just go to ltuathletics.com and click on the Recruit Yourself link. Academic and athletic scholarships are available in over two dozen varsity sports, including football. We want to encourage you to follow us on Twitter and all the social media platforms on Twitter. It's at StateChampsOH. You can follow me there at JeremyAttoPXP for play-by-play on the end. And our guest today, Aaron Hancock from Wyoming, also has a Twitter presence, pretty good following, at Coach Hancock. And we welcome Coach on the line now. How are you? Great. How you doing? Doing well. Glad to have you on. Your team rolling at this point. And, you know, as we kind of talked off air as well, it's an impressive 8-0 for a lot of reasons. And, and you've seen a lot of success as a head coach, and these seniors as a group have seen a lot of success heading into this year. But you guys have been pretty banged up, so it's impressive that next man up really mentality coming to play this year, isn't it? Yes, it is. Our our guys are doing a great job just getting better each and every week. And when they have an opportunity to get onto the field, they take full advantage of it. Some guys certainly that have stepped up, particularly Jason Swartz, a guy in the tight end spot. You know, how impressive was his performance, I guess, when, when your son and some other guys were out? Yeah, he's he's done a tremendous job, stepped in that role very nicely um, and and. and really hit it striding and, and has done a tremendous job for us. This year, 10th season at Wyoming, 103-15, and 15, your overall record. Overall picked up your 100th win just a couple weeks ago in the season. I guess, you know, what were your expectations coming into a job like this? Because it was a big job in, in terms of the legacy that you were taking over for. But has this kind of exceeded what you thought at that point? Well, I've, this was my first job out of college. Um, I'm also a teacher here, physical education teacher here. Um, I've been here. This is, I'm in my 22nd year of, of teaching. And, um, you know, I was an assistant coach under, under Bernie Barry uh, for 11 years and uh, really, uh, truly blessed to be the head football coach here at Wyoming High School. It's an incredible tradition that we have here. Uh, our community values football and all the virtues that it teaches our young men. So um, I'm very blessed. And uh, I have a great group of assistant coaches that have been with me from the start. And, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, former teachers or retired teachers, uh, also uh, people still in education. So, so, you know, you can see that approach that we take in our practice where we're educators first, teachers first, and uh, that really showcase showcases in our program because our kids are, are well prepared and uh, and we have great football players and uh, you know great coaches a couple follow-ups to that point you know in a second but Bernie Berry first off I, I guess what are some things you, you really took from him and, and took to the head coaching job when you got it Bernie Berry was a tremendous coach um, he allowed me to grow as a coach um, he allowed me to give ideas and and really try ideas that I had uh, defensively. I was the defensive coordinator under him, and uh, you know he he never told me no. Uh, he said 
explain it to me. Let's see where we go. Uh, give it a shot. And uh, it really kind of made me become a better coach, um, just having that support system. Um, he, he never he never was the uh, the guy that said no. He said, let's give it a try. Let's explain it to me. Why do we want to do this? And um, just allowed me to grow as a coach. And he has a tremendous leadership qualities um, that um, I'm truly honored to be under him. And on the flip side as well, we were able to be at, uh, you know, where you captured your 100th win and, and kind of just taking a peek at what you said to your team after that point. You said, hey, look, every coach on the staff cares so much. And, you know, for maybe some that's cliche, but, you know, there's a lot of hard work that goes into making a game plan, keeping these guys together, um, dealing with the off the field issues. Just kind of talk to that and, you know, how everybody just comes together, I guess, to, to make it one staff and, to comp- you know, culminate I guess in this eight no record right now yes I mean I I can't say enough about my coaches I have the best coaching staff in the state of Ohio I tell them that I tell our players that because they are they 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 truly value uh this program and they're truly bought into this program they put in a lot of time and uh, you know even in the off season as well. I mean, we're meeting constantly. We're talking about football. We're talking about personnel. We're talking about schemes. We're talking about how we can make this program be the best it can be, not only in football wise, but strength and conditioning, our off season program, uh, what type of character development we can teach our kids. And, uh, you know, I just can't say enough about our coaches. Um, you know, my, my offensive line coach was my head high school football coach at Norwood High School, Steve Schnee. Mm-hmm. And he's been with me from the start. And, um, you know, it's, it's truly uh, an honor to work with him. Um, you know, I've known him ever since I was 13 years old. And, uh, you know, it's tremendous football coach, but a tremendous man to, uh, to learn from and teach our young men um, how to be the best they can be. Um, so I, I just uh, I, I can't say enough about our coaching staff. Um, I mean, we're, we are successful because we have very good assistant coaches and very good players. Well, that's interesting. You know, your high school head coach now on your staff under you. Are there any jokes exchanged between him, stories told to your players when you're maybe getting on them about something? Say, hey, he did that same thing back then maybe. <laughs> uh, coach Nee nee is, is a tremendous uh, coach. And, and uh, yeah, we have we share stories like that. Um, but uh, it, it's great to, to just – have uh, you know great men that are football coaches and, and and teaching our young men how to do things the right way, and uh, you know they're great mentors to to our players. Well, something that you know it's meant a lot to this full stretch of seniors. I guess they're forty five and two on the varsity level at least since they've been freshmen at Wyoming, which is impressive in its own right. But another stat I was able to pick up, the defense has allowed nine points or less 31 times in their last 44 games. Just think about that. That includes 14 shutouts as well. I guess with all that in perspective, only two losses, does that in the back of your mind worry you a bit as you head towards the state playoffs or not really? You like that success you know, heading into a moment like that? Well, I, I think that um, you know we take it one game at a time. And I think that sounds cliche, but but it's as simple as that. Uh, we want to be one and zero each and every week. Um, our kids have bought into our program. They see the they see their hard work uh, paying off. You know, so I think winning helps. 
because they can see how much work they're putting in and what it what it, it reaps the benefit of going out there and performing. Um, but but we we try to um, we really focus on one and zero each and every week. I mean, we've had a rich tradition here at Wyoming before I was the head football coach, and uh, we kind of elevated that um, even more the last ten years. And it, it's it's a testament to our assistant coaches and to our program of just the kids being bought in. You know, we have incredible attendance. Um, you know, throughout our summer workouts and. Our kids want to be successful, and they're willing to put in the work, and and they see the results of that. I think maybe a quote that maybe couples that. I think it was in your last recap in the local paper. You said the target is on our back every game. We like to flip it around and put it on our chest and understand that we want uh, everyone's best as well. Just kind of explain that, and is that something you harp to the guys throughout the year as well? Absolutely. I mean, I've always believed that, you know, Wyoming is always – the biggest game on on people's schedule and we understand that and uh we're ready and we work hard our players work hard our coaches work hard and we're willing to accept and we want everyone's best we know that we're going to get everyone's best come that game um whatever game that is we're going to get their best and we expect that and uh we don't run from that and uh we know that you know this is what you know what comes with being the best and uh, we consider ourselves the best because we work hard, we have great effort, and um, you know we prepare like we're the best, and we're going to go out there and just continue to work every single day. So that's the mentality that we have here, and um, you know we're 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 taking it one game at a time, and we put that preparation in Monday through Thursday, so that Friday we can go out and perform at our best, not only as players but also as coaches. Well, the last victory for you, a pretty impressive one versus Miramont, 40-9, to the final score in that one. After it was fairly close, you know, in the first and second quarter, I guess overall your thoughts on what your team was able to do there and was able to make the difference, I guess, in that contest. Well, I think um, each and every week, you know, you go into a game with a game plan and uh, you have to make adjustments and you have to be, you know, the other team practices too. <laughs> and they're going to be there and they're going to be ready and they're going to give us uh, their best. And, uh, you know, uh, you know, we're dealing with, you know, 14, 15, 16, 17 year old kids. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of things that happen uh, throughout the day. It's not just their, their focus. They're not just there to play football. They're here to go to school, get an education, get a great education here at Wyoming High School. And, and, uh, you know, the expectation is to excel in the classroom and on the field. So, you know, there's there's always stuff that, that you know, that goes on. But when, when you step between the lines, you know, you want to perform at your best and, and you have to make adjustments to, to perform. And I think our kids do a great job of making adjustments and, uh, and really, you know, executing what, we, what, what they're coached to do and um, whether that, you know, takes a little bit of time you know it happens sometimes and uh i think i think you know teams that we play uh are well coached and um you know we're you got to come out ready to go well cj hester was cj hester in that game 33 carries for 239 yards three touchdowns but i guess more importantly wearing a different number in that game, right? Switch from 33 to 23. Tell us, you know, what went into that and probably an emotional day overall for him as well outside of football. Yeah, CJ, you know, CJ loves his family. Uh, he loves football. And for him to be able to use, 
you know, football as an outlet to to honor his cousin was a tremendous honor for him, and and uh, you know, it was it was a great showing for him. Uh, he's a, he's a great kid, works extremely hard, and and you know, loves football, loves playing the game, and also loves his football or his family very much. So mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's it's a testament to him and his character, and you know, every single day he brings great energy, positive energy and great work ethic to our team. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm great, grateful that he's able to show that uh, support that he has for his family as well. Yeah, CJ honoring his cousin, Simeon Whittle, who was unfortunately paralyzed in a football game in high school in Ohio, actually, as well, earlier this year. So that, that's quite the touching tribute, switching his number from 33 to 23 in a red or an article that said he would stick with that number throughout the rest of the year as well. So that's something to follow as he continues to rack up the yards. But I want to say his overall line as well, because it's that impressive 251 carries this year, 1,692 yards that culminates in 21 touchdowns on the ground and four through the air as well. You know, you've kind of already hit on it maybe a little bit, but you have those numbers. It's very easy to get high on yourself and you start getting college looks, but that's not him, right? He's an extremely humble person. He is. He's an extremely humble kid. He, he works hard every single day uh, to be the best he can be and to help this team be the best that we can be. And, uh, you know, he's a great example. He's a junior captain for us, uh, does a tremendous job as a leader on our football team. And obviously, you know, for opponents, that's a guy you circle with three red dots and pens and whatever you want to do because, you know, the numbers speak for themselves, and he's been able to do it nearly against everybody this year. I mean, we're talking about six games with over 200 yards on the ground. But as a coaching staff, how creative, I guess, do you guys have to get to make sure he gets his touches and, you know, they're plentiful the way they should be? Well, I think you go in each and every week and you want to get your ball, get the ball to your, your playmakers. And, you know, um, you, you do have to get creative in some areas, but we don't hide from the fact that, you know, we want to run the football and we want to, we want to run it right at the defense. We want to test the defense's will and, and, uh, you know, that's, that's what we hang our hat on. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, a tremendous athlete and he can catch the ball extremely well out of the backfield as well. So, we, we, you know, we utilize that in a lot of our game plans. Quade Howard also doing a nice job as a young sophomore in his first year as a starting QB. And I guess the, the number one thing that sticks out, 69 completion percentage is good, but 11 touchdowns to one interception as a first-year starter is pretty dang good as well, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, we want to take care of the football um, always take care of the football, and uh, he's done a great job of managing our offense and, and doing what he needs to do to keep the chains moving. And when you talk about you know guys that go both ways, he's the prototypical high school football player when it comes to that. Legion tackles, has a number of sacks as well. I mean, does he play take a playoff ever? Uh, he doesn't take many plays <laughs> off, no. I mean, in Division Four football, you know, it's important that you play your best players on both sides of the ball. And I think we, we've, uh, you know, we made a transition about uh, right now, probably about six years ago, we transitioned our philosophy um, to more of what, what you see now. And uh, it's, it's really been very well for, very good for us. Um, you know, each player learns uh, two positions and, um, you know, our, our coaches coach two positions and, um, and so it really develops a lot of depth for us, and uh, we play our best players. And uh, he, he's done a tremendous job on both sides of the ball and, and very worthy of, of being on the field. 
You talk about two-way players, DJ Gray, another one of them, linebacker and running back for you, 53 tackles. That's good enough for second on your team. What do you like about him on the defensive side? Well, he he does a tremendous job. He's a tremendous athlete, especially as a def, as a linebacker. He's fast. He's he's uh, he's quick. He, he can get out there in space and cover wide receivers, and also get involved in the run. And um, you know, the interesting thing about Quade and DJ is they're both sophomores, and so you know, the sky's the limit for both of them. And um, you know, we we play a lot of young players. We actually have a lot of players that are sophomores and juniors. Um, you know, that are contributing and being uh, valuable, valuable teammates. Matt Mitchell, another guy kind of circulating around Twitter is somebody to watch as well. Three picks for you. What has he done as the year has gone on, I guess, to, to make himself one to notice? Oh, he, he does a tremendous job on both sides of the ball. I mean, uh, originally he was a safety for us. Uh, he switched to corner this year uh, and has done a great job at that position. Uh, he's fast. He's athletic. Um, and as a wide receiver, he stepped in that role uh, and, and done extremely well. You know, each each and every year we have to replace playmakers. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a program where young kids are gaining experience as freshmen, as sophomores, and then as juniors, you know, they're fighting for those varsity spots and, and really competing for those spots. And he's, he's one of those that have really stepped up and really helped us a ton. We talked about guys, you know, kind of missing time this year, p- plugging other pieces in. Your son, Jared Hancock, is finally back for you. Broken leg. He's got a plate, nine screws. Just how proud are you of how he's been able to, you know, break through adversity and come back in an important time for you guys here at the stretch run? Yeah, I'm awfully proud of Jared. I mean, he he's done a great job of battling through some adversity early in the season. You know, he was uh, – you know, we did the, the traveling around the camps and everything, and he's committed to Kenyon College, and we're very excited about that. Uh, great student in the classroom, great football player. He was a third-team All-State kid last year. And so we were really having a lot of, you know, high expectations for him, and he was really fulfilling them. And, and to have adversity strike at, at, you know, a sudden moment and for him to be able to battle through an injury that, you know, ultimately – um, you know, could have cost them the entire season and uh, being able to fight back and and really uh, we're excited to have him on the field. Uh, he's he's a, a great leader and a team captain for us. And and uh, yeah, we're, we're excited about getting him back out there. Juice Wiley and Tony Blair, two guys on the defensive front that wreak havoc for you guys, combined eight sacks between those two. What do they do well to, to get to the quarterback and, and kind of make it tough for their opponents? Well, they 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 do a great job. Both of them do a tremendous job. I think um, Deuce is a sophomore, and he stepped into that role, and he's explosive off the edge. He's got a lot of length, and really does a tremendous job of just the short burst of getting to the quarterback. But you know, he also does a great job of reading his keys and making plays and doing what he needs to do for the defense. I think Tony does the same thing. Tony Tony's had a great off season. Uh, and and really has stepped up as as our as one of our leaders on this football team because of his hard work because of his dedication to the program, and so he, you know he's reaping the benefits of his hard work and and uh, we're we're very excited about both of those individuals and our football team. Well, last couple of weeks of the regular season here, Finneytown, your next opponent. What are you looking at in them? Yeah, I mean. Uh, 
uh, each and every week, you know, we're playing, we got two more games in our league schedule and, and uh, you know, our goal is, is to win the CHL every single year. And uh, this year is no different. So, so we need to take care of business uh, these next two weeks to, uh, to, to reach that, that goal. Um, and then after that goal, our goal is to win a regional championship. So each and every week, our focus is to be the best that we can be. And, um, you know, we're going to prepare each and every week to be 1-0, and and, and we're going to take that same approach uh, no matter who it is. Well, Aaron, thanks so much for coming on today. Look forward to catching up with you again maybe in the future. And best of luck as, as you look for another state championship this year at Wyoming. Thank you very much for having me and on Wyoming. Well, one more thank you to our presenting sponsor of this fine podcast, Lawrence Technological University. Recruit yourself at ltuathletics.com. We want to encourage you to follow us on all the social media platforms so you can see all this great new content coming out. A lot more games coming at you this week as well. And be sure to check out our digital wrap-up show as well at State Champs Ohio on all the platforms. You can subscribe to these podcasts. We want you to know as soon as the next one comes out, we'll be following you all the way through the state playoffs tracking those great stories that should happen and run to an OHSAA title. Thanks so much for tuning in here today. Episode 9 comes at you next week. Stick with us.